A15. Now, Prime Minister Inagyan's declaration of war against fake news sparked a political debate on the best way forward here, whether legal measures should be imposed or not. The PM said malicious fake news is spreading online through social media and YouTube on issues related to citizens' privacy, sensitive policies, inter-Korean relations and the president. Let's discuss further with Professor Shin Dong-hee from the School of Media and Communication at Jungang University. Good morning to you. Thank you for taking the time. Good morning, yeah. What's your own response to the Prime Minister's remarks? Uh, Yeah, I I think indeed uh, fake news uh, has been a really primary matter in Korea. Uh, Actually, it's a shame that fake news has been uh, circulating and has been picked up given how obviously fake it is. but uh, I don't think there's any regulations or cracking down would solve the uh, fundamental problems of fake news, particularly in Korea. Uh, I think that uh, fake news comes from the uh, all overall ecology, media ecology or ecosystem. So uh, I, while I think that the uh, strong cracking down uh, would have some effect for some time at least, but I think that such a move would silence criticism, especially uh, YouTube video used by uh, conservative critics to attack the uh, progressive governments of President Moon Jae-in, whom they think, uh, who, whom they often call a North Korean stews. So progressives have long criticized those channels as a main source of inaccurate and unfair information. So they can already punish distribution of false information under the existing law about the, uh, the fake news. So opposition party claim that this is an attempt to crack down on right-wing podcasts. So they want to shut down the voices that government doesn't want to hear. Yeah, well, it has become the common way of defending oneself, uh, accusing opponents of producing fake news. If we think about what that actually is, though, uh, maybe at the most artificial end of the scale, you'd find adverts masquerading as news. We could say that's maybe fake news. Uh, Then again, there's a grey area from like outright lies to just slightly inaccurate or biased reporting. What's your definition of fake news? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, fake news uh, uh, basically is really a symptom of I think that much larger problem, including the lack of media literacies and uh, maturity of uh, internet culture into society. Well, simply speaking, fake news can be defined as a false story that appears to be uh, news spread on the uh, Internet or using uh, other media, especially usually created to influence political view or as a joke. Uh, as to recent example about the recent one actually related to Prime Minister Lee, uh, a few weeks, uh, some times ago, he visited, Prime Minister visited uh, Vietnam for the state uh, funeral for the President Trang Dai Quang. Uh, while in uh, Hanoi, Prime Minister visited the Memorial House of Ho Chi Minh and wrote the individual book that, you know, uh, you know, great uh, humble leaders of Vietnam leader. And in fact, that uh, South Korea, as you know, we fight, we fought against uh, Vietnam along with the U.S. And the opposition party called this action as a uh, communist. And obviously, Prime Minister Lee was not happy with this. And uh, that uh, so I think it's somehow related to this cracking down. Um, 
So conservative critics of South Korean governments are not equally skeptical about it. And indeed, many called actually recent announcements of the crackdown a blatant attack on the free speech. We should clarify, I think, for, for some of our listeners who may not be aware, that this is not just about responding to what's happening in the US and President Trump, because it, it, it's deeply personal. Or it, it would be understandable if it was deeply personal to President Moon Jae-in. He was the victim of effectively uh, a state agency-sponsored attempt to sway the 2012 election in favour of then-candidate Park Geun-hye, who was successful. Uh, and, and there were a lot of stories at the time around Moon Jae-in and his um, policies in the past towards North Korea, for example, uh, thereby <laughs> making this a very pertinent issue for him that that has that historic basis rather than just responding to allegations of Russian interference in the US. Are there characteristics then of fake news that are unique to this country? Well, I think that cracking down the uh, fake news in Korea, I think that they wanted to follow footsteps of US that who uh, has, a, you know, strong the cracking down in uh, fake news in the, in the state. But I think in overall the different thing is that fake news somehow is taken advantage by uh, political parties, and uh, it kind of, you know, uh, contributed to the uh, society overall, the primary now polarization of the view, um, the either conservative or um, uh, liberal, uh, progressive. And actually the political parties uh, utilize, I mean, take advantage of that polarization. They want, uh, you know, polarization of the views, and fake news somehow contributed, and, and they used by... Uh, in a common way by the Progressive Party, as well as the Conservative Party, I think. So, uh, yeah, indeed, uh, fake news in Korea has been a huge problem, but um, I think the best way we can resolve is that to, uh, to, uh, to nurture the media literacy, as I said, in, in, in people and internet culture overall. It's not something that we can limit it easily by the uh, law or regulation or simple, simple cracking down. And because that... We have already the law or regulation in, in regarding this uh, the fake news it has been as you as you said has been there the primary in uh, President Bakunet campaign 2016 and 17. Every time something problem happened, that government say, you know, a typical word, and strict uh, cracking down, and actually nothing happened. Nothing happened because that problem is not actually exist or something that they are already talking about. No actions. So I think it's kind of virtual, uh, I mean, the virtuous circle, the time, keep coming up, actually no uh, actually clear uh, lamentations about it. The climate does seem different now, though, doesn't it? What, what do you think is the best way to address this problem, if not through purely legal means? We, we do have strict libel laws, for example, here. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's correct. Yeah, that's that's a good point. We have a current that uh, any related law, law regulation about the fake news and rebels on the internet site. So actually, this is something that we cannot actually, uh, you know, cracking down. Uh, actually, the, those and the cracking down is uh, like uh, you know serious threat to uh, free speech, democracy, in uh, in society. So I think, as I said, the best way is about you know cultural matters. Is this issue is all related, very complicated by the internet culture, maturity, media literacies, and uh, the way we see the problem is that I think that we have to see it as a long-term perspective. Uh, the best way to address these issues is to nurture the media literacy in people and. 
uh, fake news is really, really uh, the symptom of much larger problem, including lack of material literacy. So I think that uh, governments and civil societies and associations together, we have to work this, uh, address this uh, fake news in society. Is there a way of avoiding this issue, though, just being over-politicized at a time when now the last two conservative presidents are behind bars? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's very tragic things in Korea. That's the uh, but uh, yeah, I think that uh, fake news is somehow related to all the uh, policies and political things, and uh, it's a it's, it's a complicated uh, related. Uh, so uh, the uh, uh, but uh, I think that uh, you know uh, the spread of fake news represents uh, pressing issues, but uh, on the government side. So only taking stance when uh, one's political reputation and uh, legitimacy at are at stake and a prominent. Uh, I think they foreshadows the potential ability of a government to censor what criticism are and aren't are here, and to understand undermine actually free speech. And free speech it does, doesn't need any kind of a conditional. And if citizens are only granted free free speech, if it in no way criticizes the government, it is not free speech at all. So government policy must reflect that in this regard, I think. Yeah, well, it would be nice to see integrity come before politics at all levels, from the politicians themselves to the media. What responsibilities do journalists and all of us have, regardless of whether we might favour the Chosan Ilbo or the Hangure or... (laughs) whether people listen to our show, which is hopefully somewhere in the neutral ground. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And we all know that Prime uh, Minister uh, Inagyan was himself was a journalist at one of the uh, mainstream uh, uh, media. And I think that overall that uh, the, uh, the current problem of internet culture and fake news all contributed. I mean, the existing uh, or established media contributed to this kind of culture and the problem here. I think the nowadays problem here, all the journalistic value like the felonies and uh, accuracy have no longer important. And the thing is that people actually turn away from the existing established media and actually turn to something that the newer or alternative media outlet like YouTube or individualized broadcasting outlet. So what users actually want media is are now uh, transparency or fairness and accountability of the news and uh, of the content. Media content more and more based on algorithm, and people have faced the black box nature of the media content. So, as I said, it's all come uh, you know down uh, come down to media literacy issues. Indeed, uh, Professor Shin, thank you very much. Thank you.